Shut up and sit down. Hi, I'm Corbin. And I'm Katie. And we are the, the Badger Bonds. Two best friends adventuring through the world of lady stuff, one episode at a time. We don't give medical advice, and we don't seek for anyone other than ourselves. We're just recording conversations we'd be having at bars anyway. Katie, call Miss Frizzle. We're going on an adventure. Woo! We're going to the Vagina, vagina jungle. jungle. Now, do you know why I call it the Vagina Jungle? Welcome to the jungle. Um, because there is a vagina snake there. Uh, not quite. Um, nope. actually, there might be. Not right. But anyway, not right now. <laughs> I don't know. That was bad. Maybe <laughs> we'll that that's, that's gone. Uh, so actually, it's a vagina jungle because did you know that your vagina is the perfect ecosystem? Yeah, dog. My vagina is perfect for sure. <laughs> So, <laughs> Corp just awkwardly laughs at me. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. My life. I feel uncomfortable. It's fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, hopefully, no elderly person who I look up to is listening to this. No, just kidding. Uh, so, actually, your did you know that your vagina contains loads of bacteria? Yep, and that's a good thing. Woo! But bacteria, corpse. I thought bacteria were bad. So they are bad in some cases, but they're not always bad because it's all about the right thing in the right place at the right time. So actually, our bodies contain more cells that are not us than are us. What are they? They're bacteria. Mm. And they live all over us and they keep us healthy. And this is called the The microbiome. Gotta take a shot for that one, Corbs. Gotta take a shot. That's part of our med school drinking game where I take a shot of Diet Coke and Katie takes a shot of Dr. Pepper. Yep. Every time somebody mentions microbiome? Microbiome. Because the microbiome is the most trendy topic in medicine at the moment, in my humble opinion. Gotta get those trends. Yeah. So basically, the microbiome is a concept that there's lots of bacteria that lives on top of us. Or in us. In, yeah, inside us. Inside everywhere. us, everywhere on us, and it affects our health. And how we interact with that or change that microbiome affects our health. And that's also true for your vagina. Yeah. So back to the drinking game real quick. I just want to explain this. So Corbin and I made up this drinking game first year of med school. And when people would, there's certain topics in med school that people say a lot and that like come up in like many, many lectures. Mm-hmm. And I think instead of saying them all right now, we'll just kind of like bring them up, see how they come up into conversation, and then everyone can try to do our drinking game along with us. But we'll tell you when to take a shot. Don't worry. So lots of shots this this, uh, episode, though. Yep, lots of shots. Pace yourselves, people. (laughs) So where were we? The microbiome. The microbiome. The vaginal microbiome. Yeah. It is, um, it is like a rainforest like a jungle i guess since mm. we're sticking with the metaphor yeah a jungle it um is comprised of many different bacteria that all work in symbiosis with each other Ooh, symbiotic relationships symbiotic now relationship. you're talking corbs to make sure that our vagina functions as it should without any irritation mm. yes so like um like the jungle the most important um the most important bacteria in your vagina is something called lactobacillus. Okay. So you could call this the, I mean, it's the main protector of your vagina jungle. 
So it keeps the acid it keeps the pH in your vagina low so that it basically protects all of the all of the cells of your vagina and everything else and all that good stuff so that your vagina isn't irritated and um you feel great. And other stuff can't grow there. And other stuff can't grow there. Um also your vagina secretes a mucus that helps clean it and it's like basically a self-cleaning oven it's like one of those self-cleaning like aquariums yeah self-cleaning aquarium it has everything that it needs to keep itself clean yeah so basically that means you don't have to clean it yeah you don't need to put anything no so no douching i've always wanted to say douching on a podcast well this is like my dream come true right now it's your chance now is my chance so no douching you don't need to douche yeah i'm just gonna say as many times as possible (laughs) don't be a douche and don't douche yeah we should make a (laughs) t-shirt those Uh, are the best life advice we could give you don't be a douche and don't douche so not even just like water just nothing well water Water's fine. But, like, you shouldn't be, like, squirting water up in your Yeah, vagina. that seems uncomfortable. I mean, you can, like, obviously shower, like, because, you know, your vulva is different. Your vulva is on the outside, so, like, obviously water's going to get on it. Taking a bath is fine. You don't need to be, like, yeah, like. Do sh- be careful what you put in the bath, though, if you take a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk episode. a little bit about that at the end. So, you have your vagina jungle, and it cleans itself, and it works as a system just like all, like, a jungle, you know, does. It just moves on and the birds chirp and the sun rises and all of that however sometimes unfortunately in this day and age the jungle gets deforested Ooh, not good and that happens in your vagina too so or deflowered am i right or deflowered. anyway okay. uh, <laughs> that was terrible. one more of a problem than the other but so in vagina terms, when your vagina jungle gets deflowered, you end up with infections. No, when your <laughs> no, when your your vagina jungle gets deforested, not deflowered. Did I say deflowered? Yes. <laughs> hey, sometimes when you get deflowered, you end up with infections. Yeah. Well, you do too, end up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, kind of, Depends but, on who um, you're hanging out. Yeah. Uh, so okay, anyway. I'll re-say that. So no, sometimes we should leave it in. <laughs> uh, so sometimes to correct my uh, sometimes when. When your vagina gets deforested, you end up yeah. with infections. Bom, bom, bom. And those infections are namely yeast infections and another bacterial infection called bacterial vaginosis. But I thought bacteria was good for our vaginas. So this goes back to what we were saying earlier. Right place, right time, right thing. In this case, wrong place. So, like I said, it, it's akin to getting defor- the jungle being deforested. So, your lactobacillus, if it gets killed off, it's all about balance. So, if your good bacteria gets killed off, then bad bacteria have the chance to, you know, take over willy-nilly. It, you know, the sheriff's dead, and so all of the <laughs> robbers are just <laughs> taking over. It's we're, like Gotham City in your vagina. We're upsetting. <laughs> we're upsetting the balance of the force. I'm just trying to see yeah. how many how metaphors many I can get into. This yeah, episode. no, this is great. It's a Star Wars Wild West <laughs> rainforest, rainforest jungle. jungle in your vagina. 
We must not upset the balance. There's okay? a there's yes. a lot going on in them. Vaginas. Oh, and it's yeah. an aquarium. Yeah, also an aquarium <laughs> and an oven. Jar Jar too. Binks, Jar Jar Binks is swimming underneath. I, I had not realized aquarium. how many metaphors We've y'all lost crammed all in there. Control of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's a jungle down there, yes. friends. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. It's the most perfect natural habitat in your entire body. Yeah. I'm not biased. Okay. I love so, it. I'm not biased. Okay, anyway, so we're talking about bacterial vaginosis. Bacterial vaginosis. So basically, it's an overgrowth of bad bacteria when the sheriff gets kicked out of town. Those naughty bacteria. When lactobacillus is not there anymore. Um, So like we were saying earlier, lactobacillus keeps your vagina at an acidic pH. And um, when that dies, then your vagina can't, like, it it relies on the lactobacilli to keep it acidic. So it can't do it itself. So then you have an overgrowth of the bacteria that make it more alkaline, so make it the pH go up. And so that can be irritating to your vagina. Yeah, it's irritating and also causes a fishy odor. Yeah, it's a just well. it's very it's often described as a fishy odor. It's like yeah. a very distinct smell. You'll know it if you smell it, folks. Yep. But you For might sure. not know it and that's okay. And that's why you should go to the doctor if you have like, yeah. any if you're concerned about your discharge. I mean, like I was saying earlier, there's a certain amount of natural discharge that's right. normal. But if you're concerned about your discharge, definitely go see your doctor. Or about if it. you have like a change from your normal. If you normally have like a certain amount and a certain color and a certain smell and it changes and starts to smell bad or um, be way more than normal then you should maybe and if you're having vaginal irritation you should definitely go to get it checked out yeah so bv so that's yeah so that's bacterial vaginosis yeah also we call known it BV. As bv um there's also yeast infections which yeah. can happen um so how do this ha- i mean this often happens because we take antibiotics sometimes mm-hmm. so antibiotics are there they can really help us they're there to kill bacteria right but Sometimes they kill our good bacteria as well. Right. So in that case, if our good bacteria dies off, it leaves the opportunity for these bad bacteria to sprout up. In the yeast. In the yeast. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, which is a fungus. Yeast is a fungus, so. Um, yep. It's not a mold. So I feel like whenever I say fungus to people, they think that I, there's like mold growing in their vagina, which is like, it's not like the mold you see on bread. Mold, not in the sense of the word that they think right of exactly yeah. it's a, a yeast is different than a mold though yeah, right? yeah different. That's right. a yeast is a fungus yeah and a mold is a fungus yeah well, but a yeast, yeast is not a mold not necessarily right. so like and you can mm-hmm. have dimorphic fungus fungi yeah. which change the change kind. back and forth from yeast to mold but basically but what i'm trying to say is like it's not like you don't the have green yeast. mold growing in your vagina right it's not like the mold infection. you see on bread it's like yeah they're kind of like the size they're bigger than bacteria but they're like you can only see them under a microscope and they're growing like bacteria do in your fluid like in the mucus of your vagina yeah so i'm just trying to say that your vagina is not moldy so is what i'm yeah. trying to say you don't have a moldy vagina because people probably sometimes um so i mean our our micro vaginal microbiome also changes throughout our life right so when when we're born actually um we're sterile so within the, when you're in your mother's uterus uterus you're sterile which i think is kind of interesting like you shouldn't have any bacteria on you, if you and do, if you do there's a, there's a lot of big we got some big problems um and then once babies who are vaginally birthed pass through their mo- mother's vaginal canal the her v- vaginal microbiome gets spread all over them like 
nice jelly or nice thick schmear of a schmear of vaginal vaginal microbiome yeah onto the baby Mm, which is actually good for their health thanks mom thanks mom the first present mom ever gave you why is it good for your health so it helps colonize the baby for its own microbiome so that they're good back so that good bacteria can start doing good things for the baby so we've just been talking about the vaginal microbiome but there's other there's microbiomes all over so there's lots of good things that uh, bacteria does for us everywhere your, your gi your gi which is actually the one people talk about the most yeah, and most it's popular. arguably the most i mean most important for that like we everyone know that we yeah. know of mm-hmm. like they do very interesting things with- so but now okay so i'm an old man uh-huh i'm not covered with vagina bacteria at this point from head to toe i mean there's probably some of the same thing mm-hmm. but how did i mean i'm not covered am i covered with vagina bacteria so i mean actually this is i mean our microbiomes are very dependent on change of our body um so it changes throughout time and especially you know for women their vaginal microbiome changes for instance with puberty so when a baby's born eventually most of the lactobacilli kind of go away until a woman hits puberty and then she has more lactobacilli grow and it's just kind of like an interaction with the environment and you know the body and changes Mm -hmm. and things that are kind of hand wavy at this point yeah we don't know we don't really know a lot about it and maybe some people know more than we do which i'm sure they do but But, i mean the birth is a messy process so like you're getting vagina bacteria but yeah, yeah yeah but you're getting so you're getting vagina bacteria but you're also getting leg bacteria vulva bacteria you're getting a lot of things oh, so yeah. sure. um i think that we right you're like corbin's right we don't know but it's it, it'd be like interesting to look at how much of your adult microbiome on your skin and stuff is the same as your mom's because you can like well, do genetic testing you know on the bacteria you know and, and stuff. yeah they can do genetic testing on bacteria and also i mean when they do fecal transplants which are thing we can talk about that in a whole different episode yeah i mean <laughs> that, that would be like too much to dive into right now yeah but um they have the transplant for someone close to them because our microbiomes are so influenced by our environment and the people Mm -hmm. around that um it's like such a dynamic thing it wouldn't make much it wouldn't be much of a point to give a fecal transplant from somebody who's radically different from you because right well yeah yeah that's kind of up in the air right now too but yes that that's the thought anyway okay. yeah is that well and unless i mean if you're sick and that's why you're getting a fecal transplant obviously you want someone different than you because you want someone who's very sure. healthy right so like yeah. there's like a very intense screening process to be a donor but we can cover that in a different episode because that's yeah. a very very big uh topic yeah but, um, anyway. but anyway so where were we the, so, oh, it, so changes it changes through our lifetime um, yeah and so babies are sterile and they get colonized by their mom's vaginal bacteria uh and then you were talking about puberty and it changes and it changes and we and get more lactobacilli can i say yeah. why so lactobacilli actually estrogen so we sh- oh, yeah. start secreting estrogen when we go through puberty because our ovaries are like waking up and secreting estrogen and our pituitary is like helping them knock knock time to have a baby and <laughs> no thank you um and anyway so estrogen actually helps encourage lactobacilli to grow so the estrogen that you're ovaries are making is helping your microbiome so like we said earlier it's a symbiotic or i don't know if we said it but it's a symbiotic relationship so we're helping the bacteria but the bacteria are also helping us so it's really cool so yeah the we're helping the bacteria grow they're protecting us from infections and irritation 
and also colonizing our babies when we have them. Mm-hmm. But also a part of the norm. So there can also be bacteria in a woman's vagina that's not harmful to her, but can be harmful to a baby if she has one. So right. um, the best example we have of this is called group B strep. So if you ever had a baby, you know or what GBS. we're talking about. Or yep. GBS. Yep. So at 36 weeks, women are checked for GBS. And um, it's a bacteria that um, is normal flora in 20 to 25 percent of women. But if a woman has a, has a baby and the baby and she's colonized with GBS, it can cause sepsis or meningitis in that baby. Yep. So they just give antibiotics to the woman and so while like, she's in labor. Yeah, and like we said, it's it's a normal flora for women, so it doesn't cause us any problem. Like, it doesn't cause the mom any problems, but it can potentially, it doesn't always cause a problem with the baby, but it can, and so yeah. that's why we like to prevent it. Yeah, so, um, so there's that. But, so we were talking earlier about ways that the vagina can you know one way the microbiome changes is age so it changes with puberty changes with estrogen status it so, changes with those things so we are and talking, it changes after menopause changes too, after menopause so when you don't have estrogen anymore mm-hmm. then it changes again and it becomes it just looks different it feels different it the microbiome is different all yeah. kinds of things change after menopause yeah and also like i said earlier with antibiotics if essentially if you come in with um you start deforesting your vagina jungle with antibiotics. It's like taking a chainsaw and just chopping down all those lactobacilli tree. And so this can be any antibiotic too. So um, like an antibiotic that you take for an ear infection could yeah, affect could change it. it. Yeah. Not we're not depending saying depending on how it works. Right. Yeah. It depends what kind it is. But we're not saying that you shouldn't take antibiotics. We're just saying that like if you take an antibiotic and you have a weird feeling in your vagina the next week maybe is something to think about yeah um obviously you know if medicine is a issue of compete you know pros and cons Mm -hmm. like it'd be worse to let a pneumonia go right to get because it could kill you because it could kill you so i mean obviously talk to your doctor about you know if you have concerns talk to them about it uh every what's different for yeah good advice for different people but so you know antibiotics change it and you can lead to bv and so what happens when your vagina becomes deforested your vagina jungle becomes deforested and that's we said bv or um and it was actually interesting i was reading about so a woman with bv is more likely to contract a sti because the lactobacilli uh, protect against sexually transmitted sexually infection. transmitted infections STIs. Also, I was reading an article um, in the Atlantic, and I'll post the link because um, I think it's actually a really interesting article about uh, women in Africa. Africa, for instance, are more likely to contract AIDS if they have had B- BV. Um, so hmm. and. I think it's interesting to think about it as a if feminine. they've had BV or if they have it. If they currently have. Okay, yeah, yeah, that currently have BV, mm-hmm. not like in the past. Right. That makes of course, sense. BV itself is kind of like a risk factor. Yeah, I mean, women who get BV often continue to get BV. Yeah, it's a re- so can be recurrent, which mm-hmm. can be a huge pain for people who get BV because it's not pleasant, it's not comfortable, right, um, at all. So. Now, this becomes 
a feminist issue because how do we deforest our vagina besides antibiotics and our age changes it's things we do to our vagina so we were talking about douching yes <laughs> the douche. douching That's can totally time. disrupt it or even using you know like antibacterial soaps yeah. down there yeah can be very harmful or scented soaps scented can, like, soaps also scented your fragrances skin. in your yep. underwear um yeah so and by that she means like fabric softeners yeah stuff. fabric softeners <laughs> unless you spray perfume on your underwear oh, yeah. which you well, also don't, probably really don't shouldn't do um, I feel like that would burn, but exactly, I, yeah. you'd be yeah. surprised. So, I mean, and this is all an issue because I, I feel you know this is, this is okay. Red lights and sirens going off right now. Opinion, yeah, they're doing entirely opinion <laughs> section. <laughs> Do I need to get a sound effect for yeah. the show? Welcome to Corbin's um, opinion corner. Nope. But uh, so I feel like as women, we're told. That vaginas are gross. And vaginas, they shouldn't smell. And they should, like, if they have a smell other than, like, flowers and gardens and lilacs. Yeah, everything should be, like, rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, it's, like, rainbows and sunshines in your vagina. And if it's not, it's dirty and it's gross. And the truth is, that's, I mean, it's bad for you to try to mask the natural smell of your vagina with artificial fragrances. Yeah. Or, and it's just gonna yeah. lead lead down a bad road. It's the deforestation of your vagina. Yeah. You know what you never see anymore though? What? Never see any any Mass and Guild douche commercials anymore. I know, it's true. Like Summer's Eve and like all that crap. Maybe progress is being I mean they're, they're still out there. You can still made. get them, I'm sure. Oh but. yeah, you can. But yeah, I don't know. I wonder Yeah. I have this thing and it's I just have this personal motto and it's your vagina is normal. Yeah. I feel like every lots of people get worried about their vagina being weird or different Mm -hmm. and let me tell you unless you're like uncomfortable you know unless you have physical uncomfort and discomfort uncomfort isn't a word (laughs) that's fine (laughs) whatever um uh we all love your made-up words it's fine it's great i like making up words it keeps things interesting so you know, just give yourself a break. Don't yeah. let the world hold you to vagina beauty standards. That's right. ridiculous. And if you are worried, go talk to your doctor because they've seen a lot, let yeah. me tell you. And, and they definitely want to talk to you about it. They will know whether something is normal. So here's the thing. is Normal is a weird word because there's a wide range of normal. Yeah. And just like I have brown hair and Corpse has blonde hair, like everyone's vagina looks different. So normal is a relative term because... Yeah, we let's don't, just say within normal limits. We don't expect everyone to look the same, so right. why would we expect everyone's genitals to look the same? Yeah, they don't. But can I go back to and have Katie's opinion corner? Because this is like my yeah. thing about... It's only sm- fair. Yeah. So this is like my thing about smells and appearance of vaginas that really, really, really makes me angry is that there's like such an infantilization of like women's bodies that's like appropriate in society and it just annoys the crap out of me. So like we were saying earlier babies don't have like a lot of lactobacilli in their vaginas right and so babies vaginas don't smell like adult women's vaginas smell and we've just put this pressure on society like from society that are and like people get brazilian waxes they shave their vulvas which they, is irritating to it right which also can irritate and there's this and the point right is that it looks like a baby it looks like there's no hair there which is not 
a post-pubertal look, right? Like, that's not how we look after puberty. And there's this, like, big thing about looking like a baby, and it's kind of disgusting. Yeah. And it's, like, really upsetting because women aren't allowed... I mean, you can look however you want, and you should do whatever you want with your vulva and your vagina, but, like, don't... Society is, like, so weird, and it's trying to... Like, I don't know if it's trying to take power away or what it is, but, like, it tries to infantilize women... And make it so that we're not adult women and that it have affects power. Our health. Right. One, it affects our self-image, which is important, but yeah. it also affects our health because, like I said, if you're trying to mask the smell of your right. vagina, you're maybe causing BV or yeast infections. Or irritation. Or irritation. Or dermatitis. Yeah, lots of stuff. But also, if you're shaving your vagina, you could lead to, or your vulva, you, you're leading to irritation out there. You can get cuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. And maybe this is a thing, but I've never, I mean, because this is also a topic I am very passionate right. about, like, don't shave, don't do anything down there. Well, just do be, what you want. Yeah, like, do what you want. That's what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is do what you want, but I have never heard of a woman who just, like, on her own wants to yeah. shave her vagina. I agree For no that. other yeah. reason than, like a partner or societal standard about and like i'm not saying they don't exist like if that's you and you just want to shave your vagina like it's your body you should feel comfortable doing what you want but also like everyone who doesn't want to shave their vagina shouldn't do it right well and like i here's a here's my thing with like i feel like this comes up a lot nowadays with like makeup and everything like people are like i am doing what i'm doing it because i want to do it and you know like you're doing it because you want to do it but i think I think you should, I mean, you should do what you want to do. You should do things because you want to do them and only because you want to do them. But I think that if you want to do something that's traditionally unfeminist, I think that's fine. But I also think that you should, like, examine the deeper, like, why is that, like, why is that societally acceptable? And, like, like maybe there's a deeper issue and maybe you just need, I don't care if you do it, but maybe you just need to, like, explore how you feel about it. So, like, this, like, if you want to, like, wax or shave or whatever, like do that but like i think that it should be like a deeper conversation and a deeper thought than just like oh i'm gonna do this because this is what society does like it's okay to say i want to do this because i like the way it looks but i think that like you should like understand why we're like trained societally to do that and that like that's just it it warrants like a deeper conversation right yeah absolutely some like this was like a really long feminist rant but i like it that's what we're here <laughs> but I like that's it. what we're here for but uh i should point out that there's a there's a dudes do this too and i'm not yeah really, that's true i mean i'm some not some really, do well some that's I the thing is like i think the standard's a little different i'm oh, talking about totally i'm different. talking about uh i should point out i'm talking about shaving like yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, dudes yeah. do this too manscaping yeah some do but i don't think there's the same standard though yeah i mean i don't like, know what the reason is yeah I mean, obviously, like, Corbs and I don't know because we're not dudes, but... Um, it's true. Like, yeah. That I, is a fact. Yeah. Manscaping is, like, way more recent, I think, than female ladyscaping. That's what I'm calling it <laughs> from now on. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just this think... is, like, a whole nother deforestation of your vulva, too, we could talk about. Yeah, but... I think that, you know, like I said, I no. can't fully appreciate the male perspective on this, obviously. Right. But as a woman, if I see a hairy dude... I'm not grossed out by that right. like and like I yeah I don't think there's the same standard of women the women to men like if but then also like you could say that there's like just an infantilization of everyone like you know 
we celebrate youth right right. yeah and maybe that's it right like maybe it's and also like i think you could say like a lot of that like the manscaping kind of culture came from out of like gay and transgender cultures too which is like a whole different issue right like that those are you know if that's like seen as what's like what's attractive then that's like a whole nother issue that like we would get into and i don't really feel comfortable like speaking to those kind of perspectives because that's not my own perspective so it's kind of hard but yeah i don't know yeah there's just like a lot that's what i'm saying like it requires a deeper conversation and i don't i think like you do you but like i don't know you don't have to and that's the other thing this is another thing i wanted to say when we're talking about we need a we need like a public education slogan here like think before you uh what conform with society <laughs> well okay that's just like a general life we'll work we'll work on that's that my, that's like my home think before you conform my mom to tells society. me before you shave my mom right. has called me a conformist non-conformist my whole life but anyway so back to shaving so i have tons of patients who like apologize to me for like not shaving or not waxing their vulvas oh, and i'm God. like i literally could not give a crap like unless there's an infection or a mole that could be cancer or something you know like your body hair has no medical do you say it would you say like no it's cool yeah i no, that's why i say it. they're like oh sorry like haven't shaved or like they haven't shaved come as you are i literally i say it is fine i see people with all different kinds of hair and yours is not weird and do not ever think that you need to shave or remove hair for me i mean hair is not a gross thing right yeah it's a natural yeah it's just hair like it's a natural thing right so and i mean dave and corbin can attest that i like don't shave my legs in the winter and Plus, like women shaving is like a made-up thing by yeah. razor companies by razor anyway companies, so yeah. it doesn't even it's not even a real thing it's, anyway we, so, i feel like maybe we need to have an episode on like all the things that like consumerism and capitalism has like forced us to buy into oh yeah <laughs> it would be a never-ending episode yeah, I know. yeah. So, I mean, I think that's where we're going to leave it because your vagina is a perfect ecosystem. You don't need to stick anything in there that you don't want to. That you don't want to. Uh, yeah. Yep. So are we done now? I think we're done. So <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. You can uh, hit us up at Gmail at thevagabondspodcast at gmail.com. Or you or- can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And so just remember, don't deforest your vagina.